Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Sniffin' Lines with Hunter Mickles. This is your boy, Hunter Mickles, coming at you with episode 7 of season 2. Boy, do we got a lot to talk about today. Uh, we didn't have the best week with our locks. I'll be getting into that. I'll be getting into the guest picks that my buddy Noah had. He did really well this week. 8-2, uh, and two, I believe. And then uh, I'll recap my other bets. And then I have um, some early week three bets for you guys to get in. I really like these three that I have tonight. So uh, I would get, I would follow them. I, I, I've been really good uh, with the bets that I put in for, on Sundays and Mondays. So I would, I would follow them if I were you guys. But let's just jump into it. We're going to be talking about the locks of the week first. Starting off, we'll go with Tate. He went 3-0 this week. He had Notre Dame minus 7 at NC State. They won 45-24. to Sam Hartman's a legit quarterback. He's on a revenge tour. He's sick of not winning anything like he did at Wake Forest. He wants to win and win a lot this season. Notre Dame is a scary good team. I really like Sam Hartman. I think he is a little bit of a dark horse for the Heisman right now. Um, but yeah, Notre Dame minus seven, good start for Tate. Then he had Cal plus six and a half versus Auburn. Auburn went out to California and beat, beat California, but, uh, they only won 14 to 10. So Tate, Tate covered six and a half covered. This is a good cover. And then he had the under 58 and a half in the Illinois at Kansas game. That one barely hit 34, 23 final score. Illinois' defense is just dog shit this season. They look horrendous compared to last year. It's really weird to see. But Jalen Daniels is just a stellar quarterback. He's, he makes plays on his feet. He's got, a, he's got a cannon of an arm. He's a damn good quarterback. So he had Notre Dame minus 7, Cal plus 6.5, and, and Illinois at Kansas under 58.5. So Tate went 3-0. and Up next at number 2, we had Nick. He went 2-1. and he had Texas State at UTSA. He had UTSA minus 12 and a half. This one was a loss. UTSA only won 20 to 13. So he started off 0 and 1. But then he had Oregon minus 6 and a half at Texas Tech. Final score 38 30. Oregon covers minus 6 and a half. Ridiculous cover. Uh, like ridiculous cover. A pick six in the final minute. What a way to cover. Uh, absolutely insane. Um, so. One and one, and then Iowa at Iowa State under thirty six and a half. Final score twenty to thirteen. Easy win for Iowa. Iowa State's offense sucks. Never a doubt for the under. Got a little scary there uh, towards the end, but honestly, never a doubt. I, I didn't think there was any shot Iowa State would score on that final possession. So easy cover. So he he went two and one. At three, we had my buddy Jake Healy. He went one and two. Notre Dame minus seven at NC State. Notre Dame won 45-24. Just talked about this game. Then he had James Madison minus six at Virginia. 36-35 final score. Uh, not a not a good not a good game for James Madison. They played well, but you got you got to be better than that. Um, it was a big win for the program though. First win at an ACC school since they knocked off Virginia Tech in 2010. So. A good win for James Madison, but minus six does not cover. And then Nebraska plus three at Colorado. I mean, these fuckers just loved Nebraska. They loved them. They talked so much shit about Colorado, 
look what happens. Dion and Shador and Travis Hunter. Travis Hunter really didn't have that good of a game. But it, those three, they shut them up. They played outstanding. Colorado, I wouldn't say they're legit this season, but they're a good team. Uh, they're going to hit their win total, which was three and a half by a mile, I think. But Colorado blows out Nebraska 36-14 to 14 at home. Moving on, we got Blake at four. He went one and two as well. He had Utah at Baylor. He had Baylor plus eight. Utah won 20-13, so that was a good cover for him. He also had Nebraska plus three. Now, Blake, if, if I remember right, let me take a look at the notes. Let me just see what Blake had about Nebraska. It was not very nice. Sucker line, perfect money-making situation. Everybody betting Colorado. Heisman bets on Shadur. Futures to make the college football playoff. He said, get the fuck out of here with that. Well, Blake, you get the fuck out of here. Colorado shoved it up your ass. Excuse my language. Anyways, moving on. He also had Illinois plus three and a half at Kansas. Kansas wins 34 to 23. This one was a loss. So uh, he also had big boy, big 10, smash mouth football was going to walk away with the win. I agreed with him on this one. But uh, it was just insane how bad Illinois was all around. So Blake went one and two. Hunter, myself, not a good week for my locks. 0-3. I had Nebraska at Colorado over 58.5. They only scored 50 points. If the first, I mean, if Nebraska just didn't suck on offense, Jeff Sims is the worst quarterback in the history of quarterbacks in college football. He is fucking ridiculously bad. But he, but he eats buttery popcorn before every game, I think. He can't catch a fucking snap. Anyways, that one didn't hit. They only scored 50. Then I had Utah minus 7.5 at Baylor. They win by seven. Unfortunate. Very unfortunate. Their offense didn't didn't play very well, but that's a loss. And then Texas A&M minus four and a half at Miami. Jesus. Miami bent them over. Texas A&M looked horrendous. Their offense looked okay, but their defense looked horrible. They gave up 48 points. They lost 48 to 33. I mean, Tyler Van Dyke, Miami's quarterback, he's back. He's playing like 2021 again, and that is a scary sight for the ACC because Miami could be dangerous if Tyler Van Dyke continues to play like that. So, Hunter, myself, 0-3. Ridiculously bad. I apologize. And then CJ, also 0-3. He had Nebraska plus 3 at Colorado, just like half the other picks. And then he had NC State plus 7 versus Notre Dame. That was a blowout. Not even close. NC State played like shit. And then he had Alabama minus 7 at home against Texas. Texas went in there, beat them 34 to 24. I mean, what a win for Texas. Texas is back. They looked outstanding. Their offense is good. Quinn Ewers, I have a little I had a little preseason bet on him to win the Heisman. That ain't looking half bad right now. He is a damn good quarterback, has a really good deep ball. It just looks beautiful when he floats the ball in the air. Texas defense looks good. Alabama's got to figure something out with their quarterback because Jalen Milrow played very bad. He, if you go back and watch that game, look at what he does when he drops back in the pocket. He stares at his receiver or at least on the side of the field that he's throwing the ball. He does not do a progression worth a shit. He stares at his guy. That is not good. Like He needs to figure that out or Alabama needs to make a quarterback switch. I'm kind of shocked that they didn't in that game, but they stuck with him and 
it just wasn't enough. Texas, Texas wins. What a win for them. They're back. So, uh, updated standings. We got Tate at 6-0. and I'm hoping he loses one here soon because I did promise whoever goes undefeated throughout the whole season, I'd give him uh, $1,500. So, I'm getting a little nervous. Uh, Tate somehow just hot as hell betting right now. So, good for him. But at 1, we got Tate, 6-0. At two, we got my buddy Nick Ryder, four and two. At three, we have Jake Healy at three and three. At four, or tied for three, I guess, we have Blake at three and three as well. At five, we got myself at two and four. And six, we got my buddy CJ at one and five. The Mickles boys are not doing well. It is not a good look for us. A combined three for nine on locks this season. A lot of season left, though. We'll turn it around. I'm not too worried quite yet. Moving on, I'm going to talk about Noah Schlater's, his guest picks. He did really well. Uh, outstanding. It's going to be tough for anybody to beat that. Uh, we might have a winner in week one already. But uh, my buddy Noah, 8-2, and two, he started off with Notre Dame minus 7.5. That was a win. Then he had Ole Miss minus 7 at Tulane. Also a win. Then he went against my lock, which was smart for him. He had Miami plus four. That was a win. Oklahoma minus 16 and a half. Also a win. They played really well. Very low scoring game. That shocked me. That really shocked me. But that was a win. Alabama minus seven. Loss. Oregon minus six and a half. Win. Washington State plus six and a half. Also a win. Colorado minus three. Also a win. Kansas minus three, win. And then Iowa State plus four. God, what happened there, Noah? What a shame. So close, so close. Little brother syndrome. He thought he had a chance. He didn't. Iowa walks into Ames and just, he just, they just spit all over Iowa State's grave. Fucking sent them, sent them to hell. That's where they belong. Iowa State plus four, that's a loss. I love it, baby. But 8-2 overall, very good week for Noah. Uh, yeah, like I said, I don't think anybody's going to beat him, especially once we get into conference play. It, spreads are going to be a lot tougher to pick. So I think we might have a winner in week one of this. But like I said, never know. A little bit of a cash prize. So uh, I think I got my next two weeks uh, for guest pickers locked in. But if you guys are interested in getting on the pod after that, uh, shoot me a Snapchat, whatever. Uh, I'll, I'll get you guys on, no doubt. We're just, we're just here to have some fun. That's all it is. Moving on, we're going to talk about my other bets. I actually didn't do half bad uh, with these. If I would have just swapped out a couple of these for my locks, I, I'd be in second place right now. But what can you do? Uh, we're going to start off with Appalachian State plus 18.5 at North Carolina. I said I didn't think North Carolina's defense was good. I was right. App State should have won that game outright, but they, they choked. Um, very good game. App State plus 18.5, W. Then I had Liberty minus 10.5 versus New Mexico State. Also a win. Uh, eh, never really a doubt in that one. Then Mississippi State minus 10.5 versus Arizona. This one was a loss. Mississippi State did not look great um, at all. Uh, definitely should have played a lot better than that, but 
they still got the win. That's all that matters in their book. But they did not cover, so they're not a great team. Then I had Oklahoma State minus three and a half at Arizona State. They won this twenty-seven to fifteen, so this was a win. I think Oklahoma State has some uh, problems, though. I don't think Mike Gundy knows who he wants to be as quarterback. So uh, Oklahoma State might run into some troubles this season. But Oklahoma State minus three and a half is a win. Then I had Charlotte plus twenty-four and a half at Maryland, also a win. Tulsa plus thirty-five and a half at Washington, also a win. I said, I'm like, I don't think Washington scores that many points back-to-back weeks. I was hoping Tulsa's defense could just hold them uh, to less than 56. They held them to 43, and they still almost didn't cover. So it was 43-10 to 10 as a final score, but that is a win. Tulsa plus 35.5. Then I had, uh, I had three more picks that I did not give out on my podcast, but I put them on my Twitter account, at uh, Pod. if you guys want to follow it. Um, but I put these out on my Twitter account. I wish I didn't. They went 0-3, but what can you do? Arkansas minus 37.5 versus Kent State. That was a loss. Unfortunate loss. Arkansas's offense just didn't do what I thought they'd do. It was a damn shame, but defense played well. They only held them to six points. I thought they'd be able to cover 37.5 even if they gave up like 10 points, so unfortunate, but what can you do? Then I had UAB plus 7.5 at Georgia Southern. That was a loss. They were covering majority of this game, and they ended up losing by 13 or 14 or something like that. So just unfortunate, unfortunate, no cover, but it was close. And then I had FAU minus 3.5 versus Ohio. This was a loss as well. I thought FAU was a lot better than what they showed here. Um, I didn't think Ohio was going to be very good. In this game, I I wasn't sure if their uh, star quarterback was going to be back or not. It FAU should have still covered, but they lost this game outright, so that was a loss. But this week total, I went five and seven, including my locks. So not the best week out of me. Uh, very disappointing. But I also missed a couple games by just a couple points. I read the board pretty well. I just it could have been a flip flop. Uh, a couple bets could have went my way, and we'd be talking like I'd be eight and four right now. But that didn't happen, so a lot of of ifs, but it would have been nice if something worked out for me. Uh, This season total, I am now 12 and 14, just under 50%, better than last year so far, but I need to be better. Uh, You guys would be up money if you faded me. All I'm saying is don't fade me because I'm going to get hot. I can just feel it, and it starts right here with my week three early bets, and boy, do I fucking love them. We're starting off with Mississippi State plus 9.5 at home against LSU. It is an 11 a.m. kickoff. I don't think LSU's defense is very good. And I just like Mississippi State to stay in this game because of their offense. I think their offense is really good. Uh, they got Will Rogers at, a, at quarterback. He's one of the most accurate quarterbacks in the country. I, I really like Mississippi State in this game. I could see them winning this outright. Like I said, don't think LSU's defense is very good. I like Mississippi State in this game, plus 9.5. Then I have Central Michigan, plus 33.5 at Notre Dame. I really love Notre Dame uh, this season. I think they're going to be really damn good. But this is a look-ahead game for Notre Dame. They got Ohio State next weekend. I still think they went big, 
but I don't think they win by five touchdowns. I don't think they win by 34 points. I really don't. They'll, they're going to score points, but Central Michigan's going to stay in the game enough to just, I mean, they lose by 33 points. It's still a win for me. So I just think Notre Dame looks ahead to Ohio State a little too much in this game, and it just allows Central Michigan to stay with them. And then my final uh, week three early bet, Georgia Tech plus 20.5 at Ole Miss. This is another look-ahead game. Ole Miss goes to Alabama next week. I don't think they care about blowing Georgia Tech out. I think they just want to win this game. They can win this game by 13 or 14 points and be happy as long as they win. I think that's what's going to happen. Two look-ahead games, Notre Dame and Ole Miss. I, I truly think Ole Miss looks ahead to Alabama pretty heavy. Georgia Tech's not a bad team. You guys saw what they did in week one against Louisville. Louisville's a good team as well. Georgia Tech, I think, covers 20.5 in this game. So Mississippi State plus 9.5, Central Michigan plus 33.5, and and Georgia Tech plus 20.5. Now, that'll do it for uh, this episode of Sniffing Lines. Uh, I appreciate you guys listening. We'll be better with the locks. Don't worry about it. We went 12-6 and six in week one. Went 7-11 and 11 this week. We're still positive. We're 19-18 and 18 total. Or 19-17 and 17 total. Like, we're fine. Keep following us. We're going to win you guys money. I promise you that. We're going to win you guys money. But again, thank you guys for listening. This was Sniffing Lines with Hunter Mickles, Episode 7. Peace.